Welcome back to another episode of the Nutrition Spot Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the five mindset shifts that you can make to help stop overeating this holiday season. So this is a follow-up from last week's episode of the five nutrition tips that we did. This is like part two. So if you haven't watched part one, go back and watch it because when you put these together, Mm -hmm. it'll be just magical. (laughs) Your magical holiday season. (laughs) (laughs) It's what well, you can't have one without the other. We are so used to hearing all the nutrition tips, you know, oh, yeah. like so boring. And so if you, sometimes I think that, yeah. um, so, and then you're like, I'm doing all these things already. And I feel like I'm, a, I'm still overeating. So there's gotta be something yes. missing. You're on the right track. There is something missing. There's a lot of mindset work that goes into making food freedom feel good. Not just like yeah. this free for all where you're like, yuck, like how does this lead to health? Exactly. Like if you go into the holiday season being like, I'm doing air quotation marks here, food freedom, or I just eat what I want, whatever I want, you're probably not going to have a great holiday season. Well, you might have a great in the sense that you're like, well, I ate all the food. Yeah. That post, you know, the days after is where you feel like crap, right? Yeah. You're like, why did I do that? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like regretting the food or you're thinking it's you. But the whole point of food freedom, like we were yeah. talking about before starting this, is that you just go through the holiday season and it's like, no, nothing, it's nothing to undo afterwards. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which gets us into point one. We'll okay. dive right into point one, which is the first mindset shift that you need to make is not going into the season thinking, I'm going to start fresh or I'm going to start a diet or I'm going to like whatever, Mm. rebirth myself, whatever you want to call it. Like I'm just going to start anew in January. Because you are like, no, I love it. The rebirth is so on point for Instagram right now. Oh, is it? Oh, that's so funny. That's so funny. But yeah, like I'm, cause if you have, if you go into the season with that mindset, you're, you're already giving yourself permission to overeat. Like you are going into the season knowing like there may be some self-sabotage, whatever it is, your brain's already like, well, I'm starting again in in January. So we have this last supper mentality where we're just like, I'm just going to eat and eat and eat and eat and like make it worth it. Or like whatever we want to say that our brain does, you're going to go into the season overeating. Yeah, I've been there. And a lot of our clients say that too, like just just releasing that mentality, doing that mindset shift of like, going to start again on Monday, had radical changes on how their unwanted cravings or overeating because yeah. you're just like, it's not all or nothing anymore, right? So Exactly. Exactly. Like you, if you think that in January, you're never going to get to eat cookies or chocolate or sugar or carbs mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. you're you know, your diet plan is guess what you're going to eat a lot of, because we honestly go into, when we have that mindset, like mm-hmm. and we're not trying to offend anybody here, but this is just how our brains work. When we tell ourselves that we aren't like, when we aren't, aren't going to have this food because we're going on a diet, we honestly think that like for the rest of our life, like this is going to work mm-hmm. forever. I'm going to go on this diet in January. It's going to be beautiful. I'm literally never going to eat mm-hmm. sugar again till the day I die. I looked forward to that. Like I was yeah. so, I was the type of person that got excited about a really good 
good quote like quotation marks there eating plan in January you know like I was I love yeah. a fresh start I love all that kind of stuff and so I reveled in that I'm like I'm never gonna eat these things again you know I was yeah. just excited about it but it was because yeah. I'd go through a period of eating a lot of the foods that a lot of food <laughs> that then yeah. therefore that made me feel yucky. And so I was convinced that this new plan was going to be the right choice. And so it was just like a pattern that builds on itself. Exactly. Yeah. You're like, I'm not going to eat sugar again. So I might as well eat, go crazy with it in December, mm-hmm. even though we're not intentionally thinking that like that's so no. subconscious. Yeah. So whenever there's sugar out, whether there's cookies or chocolate, or whatever, we're eating it, even if we're not hungry, because mm-hmm. we got to enjoy it because next Christmas I will still be on my diet. And I won't be eating them, you know, so it's very (laughs) like a last supper mentality, all or nothing, black and white, self-sabotage, there's so many layers to it. Yeah. So if you are feeling like that's in the back of your mind that you'll just start, start new or start afresh in January, we got to shift that mindset too. No, because I just want to say one more thing. I was going to say this later on, but it's coming out right now. Okay. What feels better? Okay. What feels better? Mm-hmm. going knowing that we're we're thinking that we're going to start afresh in January so we overeat we eat all the things we're eating we're not hungry we feel stuffed we feel tired we feel uncomfortable we feel regretful shameful all of the negative feelings that come with eating and feeling out of control and then having to start over again which mm-hmm. is really hard to do in January is like as and in December, we feel like it's going to be so easy. But when January comes, like how many of us actually do it? Doing that and going through that mental turmoil. Or does just going through the holiday season, following the tips from last time and the tips we're going to tell you about today, so that you can eat the foods you love. You're eating the cookies. You're eating the chocolate. You're eating the stuffing and whatever you love over the holidays. But you do it in a way that feels good. You mm-hmm. eat when you're physically hungry. You stop when you're comfortably full and you move on so that you got to enjoy the foods, but you didn't overeat. So then there's no need to like nothing changes. You're just still you post holiday season. You know, there's mm-hmm. no New Year's resolution because you honored your body and you're good. It's it's very real and possible for all of us. And for those of us who are convinced that all the foods that Nikki just listed are like the devil. I was that person stuffing chocolate, all those things. And so even if you're letting yourself eat a little of those things, which always end up being a lot because willpower, you know, it's not finite. Yeah. Then, um, I want you to know that you can get to a place with all those foods, allowing them in a way that your body is just like, I'm good. I don't want to overeat that anymore. And it actually feels really healthy. So I was that person that was like very demonized a lot of those foods because I was convinced that you couldn't include those and be healthy. So anyways, I just want to say that if you're that person. Well, that actually is the perfect segue into mindset number two, the shift you need to make. You need to shift out of that thinking. These foods are bad. I shouldn't be eating these foods. Or even like, I can only eat them, like I can only have them now because they're Christmas foods. I got to eat a lot of them. Like whatever it might be, the scarcity mindset around these foods, Mm -hmm. we need to switch that into an abundant mindset. You can, like I always say to people, repeat the mantra, like I can have these foods whenever I want. Mm -hmm. So there's a couple different layers. Shane was talking about like food guilt and stuff like that. But a lot of times we overeat at Christmas because 
we think in our heads, you know, we tell ourselves, well, this is the only time I can have these sugar cookies, you know, or like, this is the only time that I get these foods. But really in reality, like you can make a sugar cookie whenever you want. You know, you can have a pumpkin pie. You can make pumpkin pie whenever you want. You can buy chocolates that just may not be in Christmas wrappers, but they're the same Hershey Kisses and the same Frere Rochers and all those things. You can literally get them any time of the year. There might be one or two foods that like your family only, you know, Baba only makes once a year, whatever you, but like Mm -hmm. for the most part, you can have those foods whenever you want. We need to stop thinking that it's just like a special thing because that puts us into scarcity where we're Mm -hmm. going to want to eat more to get a lot of it so that, I don't know, we get it all well before it's gone type of thinking. It's legitimate 100% permission to have it whenever you want it. And it's and uh, so much so that's one of the biggest things that has really helped me to stop overeating is a lot. I have a freezer full of stuffing, you guys, so that I can eat it whenever I want throughout the year because I love it so much. And since I'm allowing myself to have it whenever I want, there's no psychological drive in my brain to just eat it tons and tons and tons because I'll never have it again. And so that's what Nikki's describing. So that's just one of the examples. When we allow all of these foods throughout the year, throughout our days, whatever, your body is just going to be like, okay, this is the quantity we need today to feel good. We don't need to overdo it. We don't need to have that drive around it. Well, it's so funny because even if you're like, well, I know I can have it whenever it's when we're not like repeating that to ourselves, we do, we find ourselves eating food when we're not hungry because it's out on the counter, you know, like that seafood effect or eating cookies that, you know, maybe don't are a little stale just because they're there or we're eating those nasty orange cream filled chocolates out of the box just because, and it's because of this idea that it's like special or, you know, like we might not even be able to put words to it until you start asking yourself, like, do I actually like this? Or am I actually hungry? Because I can have these foods whenever I want. And it it just shifts the power like right back to you. It's so surprising. Um, It's one of the ones that our clients are often like, it's so funny. Like I just remind myself that all the time. And it just all like so much my extra eating is just going away where I would just eat it on autopilot. And I don't know why I did that. And it was because we have all these underlying subconscious automatic thoughts that are making these foods feel special when really they're not they're totally not and that's number three right seafood versus yeah well number three that's so funny yeah yeah number three is you know changing your narrative around food and and your hunger and your body in the sense of just shifting to saying i'm in charge i'm in charge of my hunger i'm in charge of my hunger and fullness and stop letting food be the one that controls you. And this is like, especially try, I just kind of talked about that. If you're someone that finds that you're eating when you're not physically hungry, a lot of the time, maybe you have that seafood effect where if the box of chocolates is on the counter or someone brings in cookies or whatever it is, we're just eating when we're not really actually hungry. We want to shift out of that. I'm in charge of my hunger. I can say no to food when I'm not actually hungry because I know, again, building on it, I know I can eat it whenever I want. So I'm just going to wait till I'm actually hungry. Like if, if it's your favorite cookie in the world, like Shane and I were talking last week, we love sugar or um, shortbread cookies. Like just save it until you actually 
physically hungry for it because it makes such a difference when you eat something when you're hungry and you enjoy it. You get the satisfaction, the taste. It's it's great. You're not going to feel that guilt or shame that you feel when you eat when you're not hungry. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a household, you like- actually wanted it. Sorry, and if you're in a household that um, they're gonna eat it before before you're actually hungry for it, like squirrel oh, some yeah. for yourself, squirrel it away, or tell yourself, "I can go to the store and get some when it's time." You know, either yeah. one, I, I do both. <laughs> yeah. So if it's someone that's something that someone baked and I can't get it at the store, then I squirrel it away. If someone if it is in danger of being eaten, because I don't want to be pressured to eat when I'm not in the mood for it. Right. Yeah. Cause it's not going to exactly. take 10 on 10. Oh my gosh. Yum. I want to wait for that sweet spot, which may or may not come, but when it does come, I'm going to have full permission to eat it and it's going to be available to me. So that abundance, right guys. So it all builds on itself. So it does. And when we're eating, when we're not actually hungry, it's very hard to know when you're full because mm-hmm. your body is like, I wasn't hungry in the first place. You don't know when to yeah. stop. And so you can, if you eat those cookies, if you start eating those cookies, when you're not actually hungry for them, yeah, it often will spiral into an overeating experience because you, yeah, you're just feeling stuff, but then you have that guilt and shame running in that negative food thoughts and all of this stuff, it compounds and we end up just spiraling into an overeating experience. So you guys like that one's so huge. That was so me because I was someone that would just constantly kind of like be in the pantry all the time, eating five, every five minutes. It is so hard. Like she's saying to feel like true, like, oh my gosh, yum satisfaction when we're not physically ready for that food, when it was not actually time. And so I will literally keep eating when I wasn't even like, what it's the weirdest thing because you don't have like this trigger in your brain being like, oh, that was so good. That's exactly what I needed. Thank you. Right. Yeah. So you really want to find that sweet spot so that you can feel that like ding, ding, ding. Oh my God, that was so good. I yeah. don't want anymore. I'm content. And if if you find that it's triggering a little bit of scarcity because you're like, oh, those cookies look good, but I'm not hungry. And then it's like triggering scarcity. Go back to number one. I can have these foods whenever I want. You just, you have to pair those together so that you don't get any of that scarcity thinking and you can easily say no to food when you're not hungry for it. Uh, we have literally have clients. I'm just laughing because they'll like shout at the cheesecake. I can have this whole cheesecake right now. If I want to the abundance, do I really want it? Yeah. Oh no. Cause then all that like false hunger that we always talk about is gone. Cause you're like, I have permission to do it. Is it time? Yeah. Do I, I want to do that right now? Oh, no, I don't, right? And then it goes away if it wasn't time. So like Nikki's saying, that scarcity starts to build, like, you know, kind of thing. So that's how we get rid of that scarcity. Love it. Yes. (laughs) Which then, these all kind of, you guys can see it. It's a whole snowballing compounding effect. Number four, our tip, our mindset shift number four is neutralizing any diet thought or any thoughts that pop into your head that trigger guilt or shame. So that could be things like, oh, that those cookies are bad or I shouldn't eat those cookies because they'll cause weight gain or, you know, sugar is bad and causes inflammation or which isn't true. But, you know, like these things, these thoughts that trigger you to feel guilty when you do eat those foods, because again, like Shana said, it causes that hyper desire, keeps us out of touch with our hunger cues, puts that food on a pedestal, makes us want to eat a lot of it when we do it kind of touches base on all these points that we just talked about. And so we really need to neutralize those thoughts that are that pop into our head because they will drive you to eat those foods and eat and eat large quantities of them. They don't help. They're not actually making you 
feel more in control around those foods. They're just actually making you feel more out of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about it. Like how much, we don't mean this from like, a, like trying to make you feel bad or anything, but think no. about all the, the times that we've taken that perspective of trying to control with our thoughts and portions and points and everything. And, and it only works like very short term, <laughs> you know, some, yeah. some of us just like not even a full meal because we're just so tired of it. That's not the way the body works anyway. So take a different perspective, take yeah. a different try and it actually works because you're actually honoring what your body's been trying to tell you this yeah. whole time. And so neutralize those thoughts of, Oh, what if I eat this? What happened? Yeah. You know, these are the things that used to pop in my brain. Oh my gosh. How many more am I going to want? Right. Catch those yeah. thoughts. Just be aware of them and say, it's okay. Go back to out point one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah. Use all of well, those. And like too, when we think things like, oh, these, I shouldn't eat these cookies are bad. Like we like cookies. I'm just using cookies as an example, but it could be anything, you know, like we like cookies. Like most humans enjoy eating those foods. And so it's just making you feel guilty for a very normal human eating experience. And it gets in the way of number of like the satisfaction we were just talking about. Yeah, right? and feeling in charge. Yeah, it totally impedes that whole point. It gets in the way. So really, it's really important. This is one of the yes. biggest things that when our clients come to us, they're like, this makes a huge yeah. difference. Just taking that time to to catch them and neutralize them will transform yeah. your eating experience and your body will be able to tell you when you're full. And yeah. it won't be well, a I want to say, sorry, I want to interrupt you because I'm like, I don't want to yeah. lose this. If you're thinking, but if I don't tell myself those are bad foods, I'm going to eat them all. Yeah. No, like that's not what neutralizing does. It actually puts you more in control because it makes them mm. neutral. Again, it it takes you out of scarcity. It takes you out of all of that and that inner toddler that's screaming, but I like cookies, (laughs) you know, like it just, it takes that all away. So if you're, if you're instantly like, well, no, if I don't tell myself sugar's bad, I'm going to eat it all. I, I want you to challenge that thought because that's the thought that got you here feeling out (laughs) of control around food. We need to try something different. So try to neutralize it. Important. serving you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And if you're new to your food freedom journey, there's maybe a a time where you're very new to all of this and you may experience where you're like, I'm giving myself hundred percent permission. I'm trying to neutralize my thoughts. I just ate a ton of that thing. I don't know if I'm doing it right. I want you to know you're on the right path. And (laughs) we have another episode on the pendulum swinging, right? So yes. And lots of times like Lots of times when we feel that way, if it's, again, if it's the beginning of your journey, that's just a normal part of your relearning. We have to relearn all the cues. We need to figure out what comfortable fullness feels like. Our brain needs to really be like, are you actually allowed to eat all foods? You know, like building back that trust. So there is, yeah. So go back and watch that um, episode that we talk about the pendulum swinging if, if you're feeling that right now. But that actually brings us into mindset shift number five which is we need to shift out of a very not very very is not the term but out of a out of a mindset where we get down on ourselves where we're mean to ourselves where we're judgmental to ourselves when we have an eating experience that isn't how we went so maybe you overate maybe you did eat cookies when you weren't actually hungry or maybe you ate some chocolates that didn't really taste that great but you just ate them anyways like whatever the the eating experience that didn't go as planned, we want to get out of 
feeling bad about it and dwelling on it to shifting to being your best friend, being neutral about it, being curious in a very neutral, kind way with your experience. Because we, if we dwell and we're negative about it, it's only going to bring us down and most likely spiral into more eating. Because then we get to that, we quickly get into that like all or nothing thinking. Well, I screwed up. So whatever. I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to start again in the new year. You're whatever it might be. We can easily just like spiral deep into that. Whereas if we just go, okay, that didn't work out how I wanted it to. That's okay. Talk like you're talking to your best friend. I wonder what led up to that. Oh, you know, and you just kind of go through your day or maybe you're like, and you see that you didn't eat enough or maybe you were stressed or maybe emotional or maybe you're at a party and you just weren't being super mindful and you're just like, oh, that's okay. No big deal. Tomorrow, I'm just going to be work on being intentional with my eating and make sure to get out of automatic eating and be more mindful. And then you're easily, it's like a little hole that you just kind of like the next day pop out of. You know, like it's it's not, we, we don't want to be in perfectionist thinking and we, we're eating is never going to be perfect. And when it's not the experience you wanted, be, be kind to yourself. It's so true. Curiosity is going to get you so much further um, than like Nikki's saying this, like digging yourself into a hole of frustration. I've been there. Oh my gosh. Because yeah. then if you're just like digging yourself, like, oh man, I can go down that spiral so fast of being so frustrated because you want to be somewhere where you're not. Right. And so when we're yeah. doing that, we're actually not doing ourselves any kind of service. If we just take a minute and you're like, okay, that's not going to serve me to where I want to go. Like Nikki's saying, how, what led up to this, you know, just be a little bit uncomfortable with this uncomfortable situate in, in this moment and yeah. just try to like take a bigger look at it and like okay what is my body trying to tell me what skill might I not have yet oh I didn't have that skill yet so there was nothing I could have done to prevent this scenario and so yeah. it's just the learning and like highlighting like oh this is what I need in the next so when we take that kind of like self-talk or however you want to look at it that is so productive. It's going to get yes. you to where you want to be so much more efficiently rather than be like, I just ate a whole bag of cookies and my weight's going to be like this. And oh my, you know, and I guess you can get so Why can't I get in. anything right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the reason, it's like, there's yeah. All, there's always, I just want to say, there's always a reason for what just happened. And so just remind yourself that it's not your fault. There's always a reason. Yeah. And yeah, and exactly. I was going to use, I love that you brought up an example because I was going to say like, let's say it was a chocolate one. So you, you work in an office or someone brought in like those boxes of chocolates with assorted chocolates and you ended up eating some more than you wanted to. You ended up eating ones that you didn't even love, but you just ate them anyways. It's kind of a seafood effect with the boredom, mindless eating. And you sit down and you're like, why did I do that? And like a, a, like a, sorry, and more of like a neutral, like, why did that happen? Like, why did I end up in that eating situation that I didn't love? And you just explore it. Even just doing that brings it to top of mind. So the next day when you're in the office and there's a new box of random assorted chocolates and maybe you grab one and you take a bite, it will remind you what happened. Yes, this is what happened yesterday. And I didn't feel really good about it. And you can just, again, very neutrally be in the moment and being like, Today, I'm only going to eat the chocolates that actually taste, oh my gosh, yum. And this one isn't. So now I'm going to put it away because I don't want to feel like I did yesterday, you know? And it's just learning from a neutral place 
versus, yeah, feeling bad and dwelling and being harder on ourselves. And we don't need to be. No, when we, when we start leading our life from this, this level of awareness, you start to feel really empowered. You're like, oh, okay, I've got this. I really can do this. It's just micro little shifts in my thinking. um, And all these like little steps are leading me. They really are leading me to where I want to get. So if you're in that, I want to say too, like if you're in that weird, uncomfortable zone where you're like, I know I'm not physically hungry right now, but I'd also want kind of want to eat anyways. <laughs> we mm-hmm. want you to know that food freedom, when learned properly and with practice, it is not a white knuckle, a willpower. Oh, I can't, I shouldn't. Oh, it's so hard, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. You it and so we just be curious about that, that little space that you're in right now. Why, why, why do I really want to eat right now? Even though I know that my body's not asking for it, just getting curious, all the answers are under there. You may not find them today, but just being, and and being compassionate with yourself, depending on what you decide going forward with that question. But every little time you do that, it's going to build on, um, it's going to build. And you're going to be like, before you know it, you're like, oh my God, I'm food free. And I can feel my body's cue being like, I don't want to eat right now. Easy breezy. Yeah. And then vice versa. When the moments happen that you're like, I want to eat right now. Yeah. You feel in charge. Exactly. You're making the intentional decision to eat and you can effortlessly stop when you're full Mm -hmm. and satisfied. Effortlessly. It's really nice. So that's how you get to have all these foods that we were talking at the beginning, all these Christmas foods are going to be coming and actually feel really good. Where it's yes. just in the right amount without sounding, sounding diet culture. <laughs> it ends up being an amount that actually makes your body feel good. Yeah, exactly. Because we all want to eat these foods. We all want to enjoy them, but we want to feel good at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I love it. So let us know what was your favorite mindset tip that we gave and which one you're looking forward to well we hope you're implementing all of them but which one are you most excited to to try yeah i, I really hear this conversation yeah. um we might do another next one next week another podcast yeah, yeah. still tons of time before oh yeah i was gonna say happy holidays everybody <laughs> you know lots of time okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> practice these now you know as yes to come into the house and all that kind of stuff practice these things all it is is practice and awareness yeah and reach out to us on youtube or instagram and let us know how it's going we'd love to hear and chat with you about it yeah absolutely yeah bye everybody all right see you next week bye